gun Ramos looking like he's got one more good run Sips a little shaky But his heart is still true Oh how that dog loves hunting with me and you Sporting dog adventures run The Sporting Dog Adventures podcast is proudly brought to you by Soggy Acres Retrievers. Remember, everyone deserves a Soggy Dog. Hey, welcome to Dog Talk Live number 91. 91 Dog Talk Lives that we have done here on our Facebook page. And uh, not doing quite as many as, as many as we have in the past, but still trying to do at least one a week. So the key to Dog Talk Live is bringing your questions, letting us know what we can help you with and what we can answer so that we make these fun, productive, and keep them successful. My name is Jeff Fuller. I have Soggy Acres Retrievers, which is, oh, hold on, there. Soggy Acres. Uh, kind of a cool sign. It's got the longitude and latitude for the actual location of my house, which is kind of neat. My wife got me that for Christmas. So if you're ever looking for a neat sign, that is a cool sign. But uh, we are here at Soggy Acres Retrievers, South Central Wisconsin. We have snow on the ground. It is melting, but we did get snow. Our weather really went down in the dumper as far as uh, temperature. I think today we're a high of 39. We're supposed to be warming up slowly till we get into the upper 40s uh, next week. So it's been an interesting hunting season. We did really, really well early. Uh, we're transitioning to the migration and to our deer hunting. And we got three inches of rain at one of our properties we hunt at and four inches at the other. So that has really hampered our big game hunting because deer do not like to stand in water, albeit I have cameras out and some of them still are trudging through that water like champs. But uh, the waterfowl, um, this has happened to us every year the last uh, now five hunting seasons. We get a heavy rain, it floods the fields right after they harvest them and the birds sit in the fields. So our waterfowl is going to be fairly shut down now. Uh, but we are we are still hopeful that we'll get some more uh, some more hunts in yet this year. But cannot complain about our waterfall hunting this year. We've done really well and had a lot of fun. So hold on one second. I can step off a of camera. Oh, had to grab something real quick. And uh, so, yeah, we've, we've had a really successful year. It's worked out really well. Um, very happy with, uh, with how everything's going. Good morning, Mr. Elon from Oregon. Hello, Mr. Alvarez. Please let us know where you're from. Let us know what questions you have. Dog Talks Lives are fun. Um, they're interactive, and we try to answer any of your questions. So if you have a boring Dog Talk Live, it is your fault because you didn't ask us questions. We're also taking this and we are working uh, with our Dog Talk Live. Uh, it's being recorded for our podcast, so I'll put that up later. Our podcast is the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast. It is currently on iTunes, Spotify, Anchor, 
Um, soon to be, I believe, Pandora. Uh, hopefully, iHeartRadio. And uh, hopefully, we have it up on uh, Amazon. Um, neat app. We, we make it through the Anchor app. Uh, they do not charge you for it. So if you ever want to have a podcast, it's a neat, neat platform to use. It is easy to set up and easy to use. And the cool thing about the Anchor app is that uh, the Anchor app itself puts your, your, your podcast out on different platforms. So I have it out on platforms. I don't even know where it all is because I don't have to worry about doing it. So it's, uh, it's kind of a neat thing. But yeah, I hope if you haven't, you check in and listen to our podcast as well. Uh, there will be content on there that is uh, completely uh, fresh from our Dog Talk Lives. And then we, of course, put our Dog Talk Lives up there. So if you are listening to this in the podcast and you want to be part of a Dog Talk Live, please just kick on over to uh, our Facebook page, Sporting Dog Adventures on Facebook, and you can... Just put a watch on our page so that you get uh, told when we're doing live events. When we're doing a live event, you can pop up, you can ask a question, and we can try to answer it for you. If you have questions after our live event is done or for our podcast, uh, feel free to email me, sportingdogtv at gmail.com. I'll put that on the page in the comments. At gl. At gmail.com. So that is now in the comments of this live. And you can uh, hit us up and we'll try to answer your questions. We always come back and we'll answer the questions even if the live event is done. Put, a, put them up as a comment. I always come back and check to, uh, to actually uh, answer any questions. So on one of our last podcasts, I talked about the fact that I had kind of a science project going on this year. I put my decoys in tight groups by species. So instead of just throwing decoys out, I made sure that the wood ducks were by the wood ducks, the teal by the teal, and the mallards by the mallards. And it was fun because the wood ducks and the teal all, like 90-some percent of them, landed next to their like uh, their like decoy. And I had the mallards were about 70%. So it was cool because they actually did f- seek out the proper... Uh, decoy species and then landed by them. So that was uh, what we talked about during one of our podcasts and uh, made for for an interesting conversation. Uh, Dave has a question. How do you feel COVID is going to affect the field trial and hunt test seasons upcoming? I know in Canada it's been horrible. It's now affecting us getting our dogs south for the winter for training. Uh, Dave, I had one dog that I did not get in for training this year because the dog was stuck at the border. Uh, So yes, I think that it is going to be something uh, that is going to affect the hunt test and field trial uh, season. I think a lot of the issues will be lessened once our federal election is done here in the States. Uh, But I think that Canada will probably be far more stringent on border crossings uh, than the U.S. It's easy to look at the U.S. numbers uh, for COVID infections and have shock of it because there are, you know, let's say 80,000 people that contracted a day, but there's 350 million people in our country. But I still think that those numbers are shocking and people will keep border crossing shut. As far as uh, getting dogs to training, I don't know how hard it is to fly a dog uh, from Canada to the U.S. or from the U.S. to Canada. 
I know we had uh, one puppy go home and it was before everything was really bad and we had our uh, courier service meet the person on the one side of the border and they drove it across. So I think that potentially you're going to really uh, struggle getting your, your test run in Canada. I think that it's, it's really tough on guide services too because clients from the U.S. are not able to get across the border. Hopefully by March or April, uh, things will be better uh, if they get a vaccine. Hopefully by next fall, uh, we'll be well on the way to this being our rearview rear mirror. Uh, Business-wise, it hasn't affected us here uh, at Soggy Acres a whole lot. On our training end, we were full. Uh, we actually turned away quite a few people. Uh, the puppy end, everyone seems to want a puppy right now. So that has been something that uh, that hasn't affected us at all. Uh, with that said, I wanted to talk today. I've got so many people that are time-dependent on wanting a puppy. I try to be as honest as I can. Uh, we do 12 to 15 litters a year here at Soggy Acres Retrievers. And I will tell you that I think our next two chocolate litters that we breed are completely full. We're starting to fill the third one. Our first fox red litter that we breed for 2021 uh, is full. And our uh, we are open on our black litter, next black litter bread. I think we have a little bit of, we have a few deposits, but we do have room in that. You are going to have to wait and be patient if you want a good quality puppy. That is from our kennel or any other kennel. Uh, it has been increasingly busy and almost shockingly busy uh, in the dog world. So take your time. Do not put yourself in a position where you are getting a dog that has not been health tested, that does not have a good pedigree, uh, just because you want one now. Uh, be disciplined. You're going to have the dog for 15 years. You're going to be waiting probably four to six months uh, from putting a deposit down to getting a puppy from most kennels. So take your time, find someone you want to do business with, and then go from there. Jesse, thank you for the grand pass. Yes, I was, I was kind of hopeful that uh, Ace would uh, get the uh, pass on the grand. We had our two dogs run the HRC grand. Uh, we had Soggy Acres Red Baron and Soggy Acres Sherman's March. Um, Ace is Red Baron. Ace already had a pass uh, from last fall. He went out in the third series. Uh, Tank was a two-year-old running the grand for the first time, and he actually passed. So now we have two dogs that have one pass, they need two passes and a certain amount of points to have a grand title. And uh, we uh, hopefully will get the second pass this spring on both boys, and if not, next fall. Uh, if we start getting in, in to pass that, don't tell AG who runs the dogs that I probably will lose interest in getting the grand pass, but uh, hopefully, hopefully we'll get it done. I just, when dogs are in training, it sucks because they're not here and they're my buddies. So it's, it's always a struggle, but Ace and Tank are both fine dogs. They're both fine specimens. I'm sure they'll probably get it done next year. So let's see, do we have any other questions? Again, please ask me questions. We want to know what your questions are so that we can help you get involved with dogs and dogs in the field. Hunting wise, I have not gone out. Upland hunting. I was planning on hopefully getting a nice deer and then doing some upland hunting. Um, the flooded areas, I own all marsh. Uh, our marsh is flooded enough where I'm going to have to put in some extra time now. I think I'll still get my deer, but I'm going to have to put in some extra time now. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to get out upland hunting. I will probably do my upland hunting at game farms 
uh, once the season is done because it'll give me something to do to hopefully keep me from getting fat over winter. We will have two running the fall grand. All right, awesome. That will be great. Uh, hopefully I won't have any running the fall grand. Uh, Jesse, hopefully mine both pass, but uh, we will see. Um, AG, I think he passed two dogs this last time out of uh, six. Uh, he will have at least five of those running again, and uh, four of them have one pass. So it's kind of a kind of a kind of a cool thing. Hopefully, it'd be kind of neat if all four got it at the same time. Uh, again, please let me know what questions you have. Let me know what you guys would like to talk about today. Uh, the migration for birds in Wisconsin. I'm in the southern part of Wisconsin. Uh, the northern part has froze. Uh, in a lot of areas, or at least been incredibly cold. So lakes are not going to be froze. Large bodies of water are not going to be froze. But the smaller areas, swamps, will start freezing over. So we've got a big push of birds, and uh, it'll be interesting to see because we're going to warm back up if the birds basically get stuck in the central part of our state and stay there, which would be good for me, or if they are just going to fly over and keep going south and go to Illinois. We will see. That is the fun of hunting. You can never really predict it. Justin, what do you do during the winter time to keep your dogs learning? Uh, Justin, I focus more on upland. I will go to game farms and work with the dogs uh, during my upland season. Uh, depending on how hard it freezes, I might take them out and uh, do some shed hunting in February or March. But usually my properties where we go, the marshes will start to thaw and it gets to the point where you can't really walk them but i'm hoping that we can do some shed hunting and i'll also probably go on three to four upland hunts to keep them in shape and to keep myself in shape as far as any training i don't do a whole lot of training uh the dogs that are going to run the spring grand will probably go south for a couple of weeks to prepare and i think the spring grand this next year is in mississippi so the two dogs that we have running there will go. Otherwise, it will be more just me taking the dogs out, letting them run around and get some exercise and getting some exercise myself. I might actually do some hiking with the dogs. I get out and uh, hit, some, hit some hiking trails uh, with a couple of them at a time and uh, give, me, give me something to do to keep myself in shape. So again, please, we are looking at getting more questions. Give us some questions so we can help you out with issues that you have with your dogs. Uh, let's see, what else can I talk about? Our, our talks here on Facebook Live generally run 15 to 20 minutes. We try to uh, keep them around under 30. Um, our podcast that we have, the Sporting Dog Adventures podcast, those are coming in right around on average about 20 minutes long. I like a 20-minute podcast because you can use them for drives to town or drives to work, it, it really gives you something to do to kind of take your mind off it. If you've got a, a time off at work or your lunch and you want to get away, I listen to podcasts. So it's kind of a interesting setup, interesting to look at other podcasts and how they do their setups and how long they go. But that's what we've decided with ours is that we're going to stick around 20 minutes. Justin, yeah, I marched in with the Upland game, took my one-year-old pup out. She did amazing with her first experience. Yes, Upland is my... Uh, I enjoy Upland. It's fun just to get out, flush birds, get some exercise, go to the clubhouse after, get a pizza. I really enjoy it. Uh, again, I was hoping to get out on some of our public grounds up by my uh, hunting property, but uh, we will see how we do this uh, this week on deer hunting. Um, hopefully, I've got uh, 
couple of deer on camera that I would I would take. Hopefully the water comes down, the deer get into the area that I have my one stand uh, where I'm thinking that I'm gonna have my best opportunity and we can get it done and, and, and hit the upland fields. We will see. I'm hoping that the other property that we have, the Fox River, uh, is, is, is along one of the shores and that has very much flooded that. So hopefully that will come down and we'll get some late season waterfall hunting in. But we will see. Uh, our forecast up here is to warm into the uh, upper 40s and it should be dry the next couple of weeks. So that will be very, very much uh, needed. And hopefully the... Uh, the uh, ducks will kill, keep on migrating down and filling up. Someone told me that they saw golden eyes. Uh, golden eyes are usually the last on our migrate, migratory path and that they saw them already. Uh, it'll be interesting because they also saw ringbills, which the ringbills are the first one on the migratory path in this area uh, where they were hunting. So you've got the last birds that come through and the first birds that come through and they're all there now together. So, hey, it's not going to freeze up. It's not going to lock up. Hopefully that will uh, keep the the birds there so that we can have a birdapalooza coming up. Uh, we went out hunting this last weekend, uh, waterfall hunting. We saw a lot of birds. They're all high. None of them really wanted to work. I did not have goose decoys out. My tip to you is always if you put a duck spread out, put out at least two or three goose decoys. If I would have had some goose decoys out, we had a lot of geese work in the area. I did not have any because I did not feel there would be there any there. I learned a lesson. We had uh, probably four or five groups that we, we at least would have gotten them to look because they were kind of looking around for an area to go. So we will definitely have our goose decoys out. I will usually put my goose decoys on one side of my spread and, and put them out a ways and uh, did not do that this time and paid it, paid for it. Uh, Jonathan, North Dakota pheasant season and geese migration is in full swing. Yes, I would figure. I know they got some very cold weather up in Canada, so that is kicking the birds down south. It seems like quite a bit faster this year, so it should be uh, should be a fun season for many people. Hello, Mr. Rich from Nebraska. Good to see you. <clears throat> so again, we're going to do a last call for questions. Uh, if you have questions, let me know. Uh, we will try to get them all answered. And if you put them up after the fact, we'll come back and answer them at a later date. Tim Young. Hey, Jeff, it's been a while. I actually got to go out and do a little pheasant hunting this week. Two days. Uh, put up 26 wild birds, 18 roosters. Nice. That would be a fun hunt, Tim. Good for you. Good to hear you got out. Uh, we don't have a lot of wild birds in our area anymore. Uh, my property, I've got marsh uh, marshland. Uh, when we first owned it, it was before... We were, we've had like the last, I don't know, about four or five wet years that have been really wet. We would see pheasants and there were quite a few birds in there. It seems like the wet weather has pushed them out to the periphery and that has given the predators the edge and knocked the uh, populations out. I have not heard a pheasant there for the last year. So hopefully we can get some wild pheasants on our property. I probably wouldn't, wouldn't hunt them. Just fun to see. I, uh, it's really fun when you're out uh, deer hunting and you uh, see pheasants, pheasants either fly by or see them running on the ground in the cover. So we are at the end of our Dog Talk Live. I'm going to try to do at least one more this week. I am home all week working on dog paperwork and getting kennels rebuilt. When you have dogs, they will get the hell built, uh, kennels get the hell beat out of them and you need the off season to rebuild everything. But uh, hope you guys have uh, a great week. We'll see you a little bit later this week and uh, take care and God bless.
Jordan dog adventures run.